0: Have you ever been in a stressful situation? Today we are going to talk about that. The emotions you feel and strategies on how to handle them. I have a personal experience with hard days. In January of 2009, my dad was diagnosed with a rare stomach disease that resulted in an ugly spreading stomach cancer. My dad had been sick before this with colon cancer, but I was just a baby at that time, so I don't remember that. But I was in fourth grade when I realized how hard this was going to be watching my dad go through the toughest battle of his life. One specific day I remember was in September 2009. My dad was in the hospital again, and I was scared that he wouldn't get to come home. My mom made us go to school. She worked hard to keep things normal for us, but I was sad that I couldn't see my dad. This specific day, I went into school, and people kept asking me, how's your dad doing? All of a sudden, it must have triggered me. I was either going to burst into tears or scream, so instead, I ran. I ran fast out of the school and started heading down the street, I needed to get home. I needed to see my mom and dad. And I needed to have them tell me everything was going to be okay. I think back to that time and I reflect on the emotions and feelings I had. Then, mostly fear and anger. I was scared that my dad would die and mad that I couldn't be there with him. When I reflect back on that time, I really, I realize that my actions... That day ended up helping my parents realize that the emotional journey my brothers and I were on needed attention, and they were able to start conversations to help us talk about our fears and our anger. They were able to find resources to support all of us, and we spent more time talking about our feelings.
1: Hi, my name is Andy Lindeman. I am Callie's mom. And um, my husband is Scott Lindeman. And we, uh, Kelly has three older brothers, Tate, Van, and Trace. They're all uh, within two years of each other. On January 11, 2009, our, we began that day like most Saturdays in January. Uh, Kelly and her brothers were playing basketball that morning. We attended Saturday evening church service and went home and uh, had a great dinner that night. At around 2 a.m. Sunday morning, January 12th, our lives were changed forever. Scott, my husband, and Callie's dad woke up to severe stomach pain and ending up heading to the emergency room at Good Samaritan Hospital. Little did we know he would stay there for two weeks and start the most difficult journey of his life. Scott had a history of cancer. He had colon cancer back in 2004. Uh, but we were able to get through that without... Um, any real big impact, and Scott did really well through that. So I think this uh, really was, caught us off guard and was much more difficult. Um, In the beginning, what I remember, my biggest emotional response was fear. Uh, Fear for Scott, what he might be going through, fear for um, the kids, I think, as their mom, trying to help them manage and understand what was happening, and then fear of the unknown. Uh, We initially didn't have any answers, um, Scott spent uh, that first few weeks in the hospital d- going through a lot of testing um, and exploratory surgery. At the end of that we were giving a devastated, devastating diagnosis uh, called Manetri disease. It's an autoimmune disease uh, that ends up with an ugly spreading stomach cancer. Um, we weren't sure what his next steps were going to be but we knew he was going to be facing a lot of testing, a lot of in uh, time in the hospital, and a lot of um, probably painful, difficult times. Thinking back now, I think back to uh, my fear with the kids, trying to help keep them on a normal schedule, keep them going. And you think, you know, each day you're getting through it and everything's going okay and you're, you know, handling the big stuff. But when you really get down to it, the kids... Um, probably had a lot more emotions that I wasn't able to either see at the time or manage. And one, a um, few months into all of this, one September day, I received a phone call from the school and it was regarding Callie. And I remember them saying to me on the phone that Callie had attempted to run from the school. She would gotten pretty far until somebody had stopped her and um, called out her name which stopped her from running. And you know, they got her back to the school safely, but I remember the awareness at that time that um, I probably need to spend more time talking to the kids about this, about their fear for their dad. I remember Callie being worried uh, that morning because she wanted to be at the hospital with her dad, and I uh, was making her go to school, and that was difficult, and, you know, she ended up showing us how hard things were really. And so we began talking about that. I think fear was the biggest for all of us. I had a lot of fear about keeping the family together and how to get everything done and work at the same time. And then as we progressed through it, um, after Scott was told that the chemotherapy wasn't working and he was going to have to lose his entire stomach, we realized that there was some anger. Now, anger that, you know, Scott would have to go through all of this and would he survive. Anger that he even had to go through it and that the kids had to go through this and worrying about their dad. And then I think just, um, kind of shuffling between those emotions and actually grieving, you know, what our normal lives had been before Scott had gotten sick because everything had changed. And I realize now thinking back to that time, how blessed we are to still, still have Scott, but how, what a toll it took on, on everybody in the family. And, Um, how much stronger I think we were when we got done and got through it and how much um, time it took for us to get to a point where we can talk about it now. Um, Since that time, um, her dad, Callie's dad, has been diagnosed with prostate cancer and now has a mass on his kidney. And even though everybody's, you know, now our oldest is 25 and Callie's 17, There's still those questions, there's still the fear and anger and what's going to happen um, for the future again, but I think we're better at talking about it, we're better at uh, supporting each other, Uh, the kids are better at asking questions and what they might need and have come to a place with their dad that they're just grateful that he's been here for all these big milestones. Because back in 2009, we didn't have the awareness that this is what the outcome would be and that he wouldn't be here to see Kelly graduate. He wouldn't have been here for the boys to see them graduate. They were all in elementary school when this started, and now they're all moving on to you know, their careers and their life, and they still have their dad. So that's been a big, huge um, thing for us to get through. But I think it's important to stay aware of what kids go through when there's illness in the family and all the questions they have and giving them time to be able to talk about that and supporting, you know, your own emotional journey. I definitely had mine. And then supporting, you know, whoever's sick in the family and helping them manage. Because cancer is a really tough disease. It's tough on everybody, but, you know, you do um, have these stories that, People make it through it. The
0: article When a Parent Has Cancer Helping Teens and Kids Cope by Dr. Laura Nathan Gardiner, who is a director of communications at the MD Anderson Cancer Center Research Hospital, gives teens and kids the tips and strategies that might be helpful in a difficult or stressful situation. Some of the strategies that Dr. Laura Nathan Garner mentions in her article are to keep a journal if you like to express yourself through writing and to make sure that you have a support system around you with people that love you and will support you through anything. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope that my podcast can help anybody that is in a difficult or stressful situation.